Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. Carl, we have a pretty serious topic this week. Creator explains the true causes of the recent unrest. Well, we've got a lot of trouble in America, and it's uh, heating up. You know, I'm thinking about our tagline that plays at the beginning of our shows, what would God say to today's troubled world? Well, this is a good case in point. (laughs) Case in point, right. We're going to give you an earful as a channeler or creator of all it is. We ask about these things, and we want the divine perspective. Whether it's positive or negative or whatever might be the case, we're after truth here, and sometimes the truth hurts, but usually when you sort it out, it ends up uplifting you and helping guide things to a better way of being. That's our intention here. So don't shoot the messenger, please. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. We're going to get on with it because we've got a lot to cover. U.S. creator, protest demonstrations and also riots have broken out all across America following the death of African-American George Floyd. While in in white policeman's custody, pinning him to the ground with a knee on his neck for a prolonged period. While some decry this civil unrest as actions of criminals seeing an opportunity to exploit frustration in the black community, others are sympathetic to those who live in a world where they see, that they see as racist and understandably may reach a breaking point. What is the divine perspective of the demonstrations and of the rioting that often follows? All right, and this is Creator's words. We see there is an inner truth in both perspectives, but both perspectives are very shallow and only seeing a surface representation of what is at stake and why these things are happening. Most of what takes place in your world is manipulated to happen. This is true of this incident that has sparked the widespread outcry and seemingly motivated many people to take to the streets and protest and worst acts of violence and destruction. People engaged in criminality because they are corrupted by the interlopers. Those serving to protect and defend society among the law enforcement officers are often similarly corrupted. They may or may not break the law, but they are subject to the same manipulations of their inner thoughts and feelings and beliefs. Not only is racism promoted through mind control manipulation by the extraterrestrial alliance, and aided and abetted with the very common spirit meddler attachments representing the presence of an evil consciousness within most human beings, this manipulation will have a tremendous effect on individual choices. That was the case here in this experience, where this individual was given police attention because of his conduct, And things got out of hand because of a direct manipulation of the policemen who were on the scene, in particular the one who held him down, but also the others who were there essentially as bystanders who did not intervene to suggest putting him under better control and certainly safety to contain things without undue duress that added great stress to an otherwise difficult situation. No one wants to be arrested and incarcerated 
And this is always highly stressful, and that is what led to this tragic death. The fact that it was handled in the way that took place was orchestrated by spirit meddler attachments within the police officers and assisted as well by mind control programming to create inner beliefs that were played upon by the spirit attachments to embolden the officers and to induce them to be reckless in their conduct for which they will pay a heavy price. This has been used as a trigger point to unleash widespread protests and also criminality to bring about riots and looting and destruction of property through setting fires and so on. None of this is normal and none of this is justified from a single act of apparent cruelty that at a minimum was a display of excessive force But we see that the police officers involved in this tragic death were every bit as much victims as the man who died, who was engaged in wrongdoing and arrested, and because of his state of mind and physical condition, was at risk for this to happen and ended up dying as a result. While the right to protest is embraced by most people, seeing this as a symbol of living in a free society where they are choosing their government representatives And their opinions not only are of value, but they themselves acting in concert with other voters are really running things through a representational system at least. Unfortunately, we can tell you that the system is rigged and the fact that hundreds and thousands of people will take to the streets and protest and devote much time and energy making signs and being out in public and correspondingly vulnerable to what might happen when confronting authority is much more than just people exercising their constitutional rights. It is something that relatively few would choose to do unless they are motivated from within by being called to action through subliminal programming to ramp up their passions and, in effect, Give them marching orders to find an outlet for an irresistible impulse to take action against the powers that be. In many cases, it is clear with a dispassionate and careful analysis of cause and effect that their protests are largely devoid of meaning, other than being a very general response to perceived prejudice by demonstrating a kind of prejudice of their own. It is a jumping to conclusions, to assume the worst of motives, and then to translate it into assuming that the motives of the authorities in their own geographical area are a match to, in this case, largely one individual police officer who pinned a black man to the ground with a knee on his neck. The fact this is seen as justification for demonstrations and many acts of violence and rioting the looting of stores and burning buildings, breaking windows, setting cars on fire, and so on, in cities thousands of miles distant from this presumed perpetrator, defies logic and reason. There is a connecting thread in the narrative of belief in systemic racism that corrupts and contaminates everything it touches. But to confront evil with wrongdoing is fighting with fire in the worst way. It will compound things to make a greater evil in the end, and that is already evident 
in the millions of dollars in lost properties, businesses that will go under, and their employees now uncertain whether they can survive or will become homeless with massive unemployment currently in the economy. Many will have arrests and criminal records as a result of their behavior and participating in riots. Some may be innocent and swept up and incarcerated unjustly. But all of this is traceable to showing up in public to push back against the authorities when this is a generalization that is a kind of prejudice, assuming the worst about one's local law enforcement. All of this is ginned up. It is all orchestrated to happen by implanting the seeds of racial hatred, mistrust, suspicion, and fear, as the case may be. Whatever are the inner workings of the individual and their leanings politically and their vulnerabilities will be exploited with an inner mind manipulation to ramp up their passions, leaning in one direction or another, and whether recoiling from violence and fear or embracing the idea and wanting to participate, both will be able to play a role and both become a victim in their own respective outcomes from being caught up in a drama that will produce many victims, and the consequences will reverberate for a long time to come. Their lives may never be quite the same. So there is folly in seeking to improve something through violent action. It is never justified when there are alternatives that can bring an effective solution for the problem. To turn to violence is moving in the wrong direction. It will worsen things rather than improve them. People know this and have seen this happen again and again, and they feel within themselves it is wrong. So to have so many people indulge in such conduct is not natural or normal. It is a suspension of individual morality justified through inner prejudice and the people themselves will be blind to this reality. That is a cardinal sign of mind control manipulation, to be acting in opposition to one's own values inexplicably, even in service to a cause. If one looks closely at what the cause is in this case, it is an empty gesture, because most people who are acting up in public and becoming the subject of news accounts of the widespread protests and violence have no connection at all to the incident claimed to have started all of it going. They are marching to a different drummer and are being used as unwitting pawns in a spectacle being created by the interlopers as an amusement. And all involved in this spectacle will be diminished and demeaned by having participated. It will not advance race relations or improve the lives of anyone. It will add to the divisiveness, the fear, mistrust, misunderstanding, and inequities that start such conflicts in the first place. So it will be a worsening and an escalation of a downward spiral being instigated in a way to influence as many people adversely as possible. What is needed are positive actions to extend the hand of friendship between the races, to help one another by raising others up who can benefit from some extra help.
This will build trust and a feeling of belonging as members of a human family. And even a camaraderie will develop when people come together in a common purpose to make society better, fairer, and work to solve the problem of people being drawn into criminal behavior, debilitating substance abuse, or those in the grip of mental illness. There is a dearth of compassion and no end of draconian solutions offered that provably worsen things, but have been used over and over and over again, assuming each time somehow they will work. Love, tolerance, and eventual forgiveness are the prescription for righting the wrongs of history. So that is a rather lengthy... Yes, it is. (laughs) But... I think, quite passionate summary of how God in heaven looks down at this and says, what are you kids doing? Yeah. (laughs) You're making things worse. I'm thinking that uh, in the last sentence there, the creator maybe could have tucked in the word patience, too. You know, that big changes take time. And we've only been, I mean, the Civil War ended a century and a half ago, just a few generations ago. It's... And now it seems like the the cry is not for improvement, but not but not one more case, not one more case of intolerance, not one more case of, of brutality, not one more case of driving by black. I that's that's a tough one to deliver for a society as large as ours. Well, and the new wrinkle we're bringing to the discussion, and we have to own up to this and explain why this is so is that this isn't just normal human behavior and human foibles and human limitations and human prejudice. It is inculcated in people by interlopers, other beings who are coming here and poisoning our minds. That's why racism never goes away. It would die out if left on its own through Disuse and being increasingly appreciated to be completely inappropriate in today's world. Yes. And to say that it's dying out doesn't mean it's non-existent. You know, I read an article this morning uh, about a woman that had an interaction with her um, appliance repair person happened to be African-American. And she asked him very candidly what his experience was like, you know, being a small business owner, especially in a very prosperous area, Myrtle Beach in Florida. And he said, well, one of the problems is, is that he stopped an average of six times a year by police for no reason. And they, they question him about what he's doing there and what his background is and where to get his money and if he's selling drugs. And that's not right. Nobody says that's right. Nobody can possibly condone that as, as good behavior. Um, but on the other hand, how many times would he have been stopped 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 30 years ago? You know, we have to look at the fact that progress has been made, but now suddenly it's not good enough and we're turning around and going in another direction. That's not a good one. Okay. But see, now we're dangerously close to blaming the police again, right? They're still doing it. They're still up to their old tricks. What we're saying here, what creator is saying, the police act that way because they're being manipulated. Yes. If you were a police person And a diehard liberal and generous to a fault and a loving, caring person and really more inclined to be more of a social worker than a beat cop who, you know, goes looking to bang a head now and then. You 
would be manipulated too. Yes. You would be hardened. You would become biased because it is mind control manipulation deep within and it will change your perspective. Yes. And that's how they're getting all these people to, to riot. Right. They're being manipulated also. And some might have certain leanings, more prone to violence than to be calm and never going there. But still, everyone's reactions and feelings are exaggerated and in an unnatural way. So we've got to go to a higher source of help here. Yes, yes. Because one thing that came out of earlier channelings was that the interlopers, they like to maybe take a step back and kind of let us go on our own for a bit. And then once we begin to make progress, then they pull the rug from underneath, underneath us. And I think that's yes. what we're seeing here. And that's the point I was kind of trying to make is that we were making progress in race relations. And we have been since the time of Martin Luther King, for sure. Um, slow, painstaking, maybe not fast enough for a lot of people, but there was progress being made. And suddenly that is now becoming a vendetta it's, it's turning around and it's it's now you know it's gets gets worsening and we can see the handiwork of a rug being pulled out from everybody yeah you know and and this is sinister you see this yes. is insidious and you can see the handwriting on the wall that it's creating here if only fear but people are going around saying gee you know what's to become of us white folks if we're hated, if we're feared, if if we are constantly prejudiced and maybe don't even realize it, we're just biased within ourselves to not believe it, but yet we are, and we're going to still do things the wrong way. We're going to hurt people of color and so on and so forth. So what's the answer? Get rid of the white people? Well, this is a dangerous idea. Yes, it is. And that's where it's going, which is just... Two wrongs not making a right, obviously. You know, I mean, <clears throat> there's a dark history that, that whites have contributed to. There's no question about that. Yeah, um, so, but so one what? of the things we preach here is that we need to heal everybody involved and can't just turn the table around and then meet out the same kind of horror that was meted out to the previous set of victims. That's, exactly. not, that's not solving anything. That's just uh, continuing the bloodbath. There's a higher answer. And that's what we're going to get to here, because we can't just keep going on like this, because it will never change. It will never improve for, for uh, forever. I mean, it'll be coming and going, but it'll just resurface again yes. and again in the future. You can right. count on it. That's been the history so far. We have to heal everybody and everything involved with this. That is the answer, and we're going to talk about that when we come back with the next segment. In the meantime, prayer is really how this is going to get done. So please download our prayer book, getwisdom.com slash prayer. It has uh, empowered prayers to bring about the most uh, divine intervention, basically, to, to help solve your problems and everybody else's problems. So get that today. We'll be back with more Get Wisdom right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. 
At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. We are talking about the hidden causes behind recent events. Um, we, Carl and I were talking during the break and... <laughs> You know, we are kind of going out on a limb because we're, we're suggesting that there's a non-physical cause behind all of this, which, uh, you know, obviously will will strike people as a bit weird. But what's going on is weird, too, Carl. Well, it's a non-human cause, and, and that can't get much weirder. Yeah. But we're going to we're going to give you some further insight about how this happens. Yes. And why it's going on. So stay tuned. We've talked about this again and again in various contexts, but, you know, things are getting serious when people are losing their lives and property damages uh, mount, and yes. people are uncertain about their safety in the world. I just read that uh, well, Philadelphia this, this is not had, heading in a good direction. I've just read that Philadelphia's had a thousand businesses burned since this started. A thousand, that's a lot. Okay, U.S. Creator... Ignorance about many things is widespread, <clears throat> but one of the hallmarks of intelligent species is the ability to problem-solve based on common experience. Yet we see this shockingly absent with the Floyd tragedy, where the most extreme worst-case motives are assigned to the police, while the suspect is lionized as a sign of virtue. Both outlooks should be instantly questioned based on the common experience alone, even in the absence of circumstantial knowledge. Yet we see hordes of people who should know better subscribing to these outlooks as if they were self-evident and beyond dispute. How is this chasm even possible? All right, this is what Creator tells us. You have left out of your question the obvious defect in people coming to such strong and fixed opinions on the matter that no official investigation has been carried out to reach a conclusion nor in a land of liberty where by law people are assumed to be innocent until proven guilty. There has been a swift rush to judgment in public opinion, not even based on full knowledge of the events in question, let alone the motives of the participants. There is more to the story yet to be circulated widely in the media. All such events that are embraced immediately by the public are, first of all, a consequence of carefully laid groundwork. There is mind control manipulation going on relentlessly all day and all night 
via the electronic signaling involved with telecommunications, including cell phones being used, radio and television broadcasts, and the Internet, with Wi-Fi signals being picked up by human beings who may even be asleep because there are frequencies transduced by nanoelectronics they have ingested as contaminants in food and beverages, including bottled water. Disseminated widely through commercial sources, no one escapes this. It is then a question of vulnerability in the particular leanings. The propaganda messages interweave narratives that will trigger people regardless of their political leanings. Those on the left will become incensed at the apparent police brutality of this particular incident and sympathize with the downtrodden black community seemingly preyed upon relentlessly by white people in power or their minions, the police officers assumed to be corrupted heavily by racist beliefs. Those on the right in their thinking are more inclined to be sympathetic to the problem of law enforcement dealing with so many out-of-control individuals, difficult circumstances, and increasing public pressure, assuming the worst about them and having a thankless job. They are inclined to be more understanding that some people will break under the strain and perhaps go to extremes, but even when assuming the worst about the police officers in such an incident will not be sympathetic to the idea of protesting every police department everywhere, That is what is so unusual in these circumstances. People vary greatly in their personal beliefs, their level of sensitivity, and the likelihood they'll become motivated to take part in a protest of some kind, even risking personal safety to do so. Normally, it would take an extreme circumstance where there is a very significant personal threat or something affecting their loved ones for people to become so involved. Even under those circumstances, demonstrations are very inefficient means of righting wrongs. They are self-satisfying to the protesters who need to expend the energy of their emotions on what they perceive to be a just cause, but their ability to persuade the powers that be and the institutions they may be railing against are relatively meager, given the state of political gridlock and the power of vested interests who are rarely in favor of helping the downtrodden as a high priority. There are many perspectives always in a given situation. Much will not be observable on the surface, as in addition to the facts of the case, so to speak, there will be deep cultural influences and imperatives that motivate the participants in varying ways because of personal history, in addition to the cultural environment and its effects on behavior through conditioning. Given the reality of ongoing manipulation of the population as a whole to create divisions, points of friction to degrade happiness and stimulate discord, conflict, and even violent actions on the part of those who are inclined by temperament in past history to be reckless or even self-serving given the size of the population, you can see by the numbers generated among the protesters and the additional individuals involved with actual rioting and looting with acts of vandalism and violence against fellow participants, it is a quite dangerous situation that has been created and unleashed. 
It is wholly unnatural and is simply the opportunistic manipulation of a tragic event that was orchestrated to happen to begin with through similar manipulation of those involved directly and to extrapolate that onto the general public to take sides, to be ramped up in extreme agitation, anger, or fear, as the case may be, and to call people up to bring them out of their homes onto the streets and with ramped up emotions become more prone to putting themselves and others in danger. None of this truly serves the assigned goal to awaken hearts and minds to the perceived systemic racism, demand action from the powers that be, and cause a kind of social revolution to create a better and fairer world. Violence begets violence. That is the legacy of these demonstrations. They are both a cover for and an evil twin of the rioters. The protesters are serving the darkness every bit as much as the rioters because protesting in an exaggerated interpretation and display of anger and displeasure at a huge group of individuals who wear a police uniform but are not guilty of any crime whatsoever will not serve race relations or living in harmony and cooperation with the authorities. Yeah, that's really the point there that needs to be underscored is that, you know, what happened in um, Minneapolis was a tragedy. I, I haven't met anybody who would say otherwise. It is exactly. A yes. But everyone agrees. <laughs> but is it a tragedy perpetuated by an individual officer or all police in unison? And, you know, this is the pertinent question here. Everybody who puts on a uniform suddenly becomes guilty. That, but that's what they're being accused of. And in fact, uh, the Police in Seattle basically st stood down and abandoned their post because they were receiving thousands and thousands of calls to not intervene, and they had no cooperation from the mayor or city council. So basically, they quit in protest. You know what's what's the point of putting on the uniform if I'm if I'm a criminal? Yes, you know, this is very very sad, very very sad, because yeah. it hurts so many people and and innocent people as well. There are a lot of police who are trying their best to help. The community. Yes, that's why they're there. They they want to help people to be safe, and they know a lot of bad things happen because of criminals. There's lots of criminals running around, and it's not widely appreciated how serious the problem is, because it happens in many many ways, small as well as large. It's just the same with racial tone and racial attitude to kind of cast aspersions on a person of color by a white individual who looks down on them and does something that's a slight, you know, in terms of social graces. Well, the police can act in a rough fashion, in an in, in, in insensitive fashion, and convey that attitude that they're superior, that you're maybe going to be lumped in with low lives and a troublemaker and so on. No one wants to be treated that way. Right. But and when it's happening, there's a deeper reason, and that's what we're trying to bring out here. That's, yes, that's what we're trying to convey. There's you a ask reason we never learn and get past it. Yes, and we're going to explore that more. You ask, Creator, we've been told repeatedly that logic will rarely overturn belief, and there is no shortage of personal and collective evidence that this is quite true. 
Yet on rare occasions, there is enough success to keep people from giving up on making logical arguments altogether. Why does the deep subconscious find an implanted belief so compelling that it will fight tooth and nail against logical presentations presented to the conscious self that utterly undermine it? All right, and Creator tells us the following. This is the power of belief to hold sway against any onslaught. It is people being true to their convictions, which is another way of describing a well-entrenched belief set they are willing to go against. This is how humans are made, to have a foundational structure accumulated through learning, but providing a framework that is unchangeable. And that stability has value in allowing consistency of thought and behavior when based on sound ideas. The problem here is not that beliefs are difficult to oppose, but that so many people have developed false beliefs, a kind of lie that has been taught them surreptitiously through an inner manipulation of the mind, that there are significant and meaningful differences between races, that there is hatred of one's race by another, and that you should fear members of other races because you are in danger from acts of discrimination and even violent confrontation. This is not only programmed into people as deep inner beliefs, but those who are conditioned and cultivated to hold extreme beliefs about another race will, at the same time, be manipulated relentlessly with propaganda to act on those beliefs to commit acts of discrimination, and to show dislike, resentment, and loathing, and adopt a superior tone and arrogance while doing it. Members of a race targeted in this way will understandably have a human reaction to oppose it as being unfair. But they too will be subjected to relentless programming to ramp up fear as well as anger at the unfair treatment. And this creates a powder keg situation only needing a spark to ignite an explosion that could lead to acts of violence and on a widespread basis erupting into rioting and worse. So both racist views and the reaction to racist views lead to trouble if they are embraced and believed in categorically. So the victim of racism quite typically develops a corresponding prejudice against their oppressors. This is never universal, so race becomes a symbol for inhumane treatment through association, but is never total. And this puts the lie to any would-be answer to racial discrimination that treats the perceived oppressor categorically and all its members as being evil. That falls into the trap set by the interlopers. By cultivating beliefs, creating racial prejudice, both sides, both perpetrators and victims alike, will be mirror images of one another with their respective prejudices, when what is needed is a coming together, a joining of hands in unity to work towards becoming truly members of the human family, appreciating and respecting one another as human beings in a way that transcends appearance, social status, or ethnic background. So there it should be clear, you know, who is moving forward and who is moving backward. Yes, yes. And uh, what the creator is saying here is that, you know, whatever 
perceptions that you have based on your perspective, either your oppressor or victim, that the interlopers are coming in and, and enhancing that, ramping it up, ginning it up. Um, so that if there was progress being made at one point, if you have somebody coming in and amplifying whatever beliefs and fears you already have, that's a recipe for what we're seeing now. Well, the bottom line here is we are all victims of prejudice, all of us. Racism was created by the interlopers. They created the very idea that some races are superior to others. This is not a base evil within white people or any other race. It was put there by interlopers with instilling beliefs, and it grew from there. It does get handed down in education and training culturally by bigots raising little bigots in their homes and so on. But it's reinforced and kept going and the flames fanned again and again and again by the interlopers to create these incidents that bring it to a head, like what happened in Minneapolis. If you've been following Get Wisdom, we've had previous shows where we've talked about uh, the interlopers in detail, the the extraterrestrials, and that... The human race was once a single race with a single skin color, and it was through genetic engineering that we ended up with many different colors of human beings and many different uh, physical appearance traits. Um, Those same interlopers are the ones who created the different races are the ones pitting us against each other. So the very concept of all these different races is not itself even a divine construct. Yes. Yeah, this is the thing that's so sad and ironic about it all. The races are other species of intelligent beings who look down and on us and despise us because they see us as inferior to them. And their idea of prejudice against lesser beings, they borrow and make us share those views and instill it just to create problems and stir the pot and create strife and unhappiness among the human community. This is just a a replicate of what they do to start a war going. Well, they're starting lots of mini wars, person to person, all through society. Yes, and uh, it's not going in a good direction, that's for sure, and it's not divine. And we'll talk about more when we come back with more Get Wisdom right after this. Be sure to check uh, GetWisdom.com uh, where you can check out our healing services. They're available there and li- aligned in our um, menu bar. There's a healing tab. You can check that out. Uh, be sure to do so. We'll be right back right after this. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. 
We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment of Get Wisdom. We are examining the hidden causes behind recent events. Yes, we are coming right out and saying there are hidden causes, that there's there's something, some ones that are out there that are interfering and ginning things up and that this is not entirely um, coming from within humans completely and only. Yes, as improbable and bizarre as it sounds, the world is being manipulated by extraterrestrials. They've been here for thousands of years. They work behind the scenes. There are a variety of reasons for that, good ones, because they look different than us, by and large. So they manipulate us indirectly through advanced technology, and it's a kind of a game for them. They get us to do stupid things and crazy things and illogical things and hate-filled and violent things because they are hate-filled and violent. (laughs) They're not advanced. They're not morally superior to us. They haven't evolved beyond the idea of making war and so on other than through cowardice. They, They are detached from any belief in the divine, and that has made them become criminal in their nature and they're doing that to humans they're worsening human beings indeed u.s creator given the prevalence of crime in most communities and the fact that the washington post reports only 15 unarmed african americans were killed by police last year in the u.s while carrying out over one million arrests how can anyone seriously think that defunding and eliminating the police is a good idea what is a divine perspective? And, and let me add, Carl, that I, I had looked at a lot of these cases of African-Americans being killed, and many of them, maybe even most, were fighting with a police officer and actually going for the officer's gun, and this partner would have to step in and end and that. You know? Yes, yes. Well, there's a lot of research, and you can imagine all the sociology professors all across the land are avidly seeking evidence of systemic racism and police brutality. And now with the advent of body cams, I mean, there's a lot of oversight and scrutiny, not to mention almost everyone having a cell phone that can take a movie of uh, right. an arrest in progress. Right, should be and inundated. So yeah, yeah. And, and so this is the best they can come up with. 15. And, well, in actuality, there were only two officers prosecuted. And, of course, people see that as evidence of systemic racism. Obviously, they all deserve to be jailed, you know, if they end right. up killing someone. But you try it. <laughs> you know, you right. try to keep someone subdued who is high on drugs and who ha- might be mentally disturbed, brandishing a weapon, or violently resisting 
being led from a scene to contain them, get them yeah. calmed, and maybe take them in for questioning or whatever is needed. And this this is not an easy thing because no. people can get out of control and and you can't let people run amok. I don't yeah. want people breaking into my home and hurting my family because they're disturbed and they're feeling entitled to take anything they want for themselves. We need somebody to keep things orderly. And just put things in perspective, you know, a lot of people may not realize that George Floyd was six foot six. And if you've seen a picture of him, he had biceps that were huge. He was he, he had worked out quite a bit in his life, and he was a big, big, powerful man. Not that that justifies what happened to him. We're not saying that. But yeah. put well, yourself, we're trying to get you to put yourself in a police officer's shoes for a moment. And, you know, it, it's not an easy task to, uh, to come out on the right side of things sometimes when things go wild. Well, the way I look at this is... Police don't want to be this way. They don't want to be thugs themselves. They want to be even-handed and fair in their treatment of citizens. And when they get emotionally worked up, that can slip, that level of control. Right. And 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 when they're manipulated, all bets are off. Yeah. Everybody's had moments where they've gotten all emotionally worked up, and then done things that they know they shouldn't have done, said things that they know they shouldn't have said. It doesn't excuse it, but it is human. It's imminently human. And uh, we have to you know, understand that police are in those experiences probably more than the average person, actually. Yeah. So let's get to the answer to this question about, you know, yes. what's going on when still, I mean, people are talking about. This is genocide, that the cops are killing African-Americans willy-nilly. And as you point out, it's, it's a handful of people who are unarmed, who aren't involved in a, a real conflict, a real fight with, with police officers. There's some other misunderstanding or misconstruing a situation that results in their death. So it isn't as huge and widespread as one might think. This severe a level of apparent discrimination or presumed discrimination. And this is what Creator says. The statistics alone point to the folly of what is taking place, not only creating a nationwide protest with many thousands of human beings expending time and energy about an event far removed from their community. They are not thinking about the consequences for what this does to thinking on the part of their presumed adversaries. How are members of the police force and the administrative oversight in those communities going to feel and react, knowing that such a large percentage of the public believes them to be little more than criminals themselves and holds them in disdain and blames them for something carried out by people in another community altogether? There is no logic behind this. When a tragedy occurs, even an act of wrongful misconduct, Complaining to people not involved whatsoever in the episode and treating them as though they have committed wrongdoing is perpetrating a kind of evil that is the other side of the coin and what they decry and ostensibly are protesting against. It is substituting one kind of discrimination for another through an emotional reaction that is not justified. There is nothing normal about this circumstance. The emotions are being ramped up from within via a mind control manipulation that is behind the passion and is the origin of racial prejudice itself. 
It is an idea brought to humanity by the interlopers and reinforced down through the ages to create discord and pit one group of humans against another. This is why it becomes such an intractable problem, and people never seem to learn how to rise above it. That is because the idea of racism is inculcated deliberately and purposefully with great cunning by the extraterrestrial interlopers who want all humans to be members of warring factions and fight against one another because it serves them in wanting to cause chaos and bring humanity to extremes of suffering. You know, this all sounds so unbelievable to people that a group of intelligent beings would act this way. Look at what your kids are playing today, people. You know, games like um, Grand Theft Auto, you know, where you're where being a criminal, where you can try on being a criminal repeatedly and there's no consequences, you know. Um, and you can de- do all kinds of depraved things. You can run over people and ga- t- engage prostitutes and all kinds of stuff, murders, mayhem. But yet there's no consequences. And if something happens to you, you just start over again. No big deal. Well, we're talking about extraterrestrials here that are above the fray. They're outside of our sphere, and they're treating us like game pieces. And if something happens to us, they're okay. They can just hit the reset button and go on to the next play, the next chapter. You know, That's what's so insidious. So your kids are playing these video games, and it's just a reflection of what's happening at a larger level. Except in the video game the interlopers are playing, we're real. That's the difference. We're all being duped. Everyone in society is being duped by this manipulation. Our government officials, law enforcement officials, members of uh, activist groups, the general public showing up for demonstrations, and even those sitting on the sidelines, they have opinions and they're influenced as well, directly or indirectly, by this corruption that's rampant. Yeah. We're going to talk more about how they dupe us and the extent to which they do so. You ask creator, we've been told that the overwhelming turnouts at President Trump's rallies is largely due to mind control manipulation. Who'd have thought? Now we are seeing a similar response in attendance for George Floyd protests. Yet people just cannot see the inherent lack of logical explanation for both these phenomena. Can creator provide the missing explanation? All right, Creator tells us in both cases, the mass turnout is the result of mind control manipulation. They are simply motivating the respective sympathetic individuals for the particular focus of interest to vote with their feet and show up in solidarity. The crowds at the rallies for President Trump are historically unprecedented to take place as a routine over and over and over again when there is no compelling national emergency to see a president giving talking points to defend their politics that are repeated over and over again. Few would take the trouble to stand in line for hours to gain an entry and then stand for hours waiting for the event to start and play out. These people are being manipulated to subject themselves to such an experience. Even though they are sympathetic politically and find the experience rewarding and enjoyable, that does not mean it was what they would choose to do on that particular day and time without having been manipulated in the bargain. Rallies for beloved presidents do not reach such consistent high levels of public participation without something unnatural influencing things. 
The same is true of protests in all 50 states for what took place in Minneapolis, Minnesota, with the death of the African-American George Floyd while being restrained by the police following his arrest. Objective observers not influenced by the same manipulation will see this for what it is, a quite bizarre overreaction to a local event for which their participation in a protest rally many miles away with no direct link having any influence on things makes no sense. The widespread protests would be appropriate if there were universally experienced similar occurrences. That is not the case. We are not making political judgments here. We are simply pointing out that the perceptions of America being a racist country are exaggerated. There is a history of racist practices, and there are still people with racist beliefs, but it is a minority of individuals at this point in time. There is a corresponding oversensitivity and false perception of white people being racist. This is most unfortunate. But in the same way racism is inculcated in white people by extraterrestrial mind manipulation, they are manipulating blacks to fear the worst about white people and to have this perception greatly magnified in their thinking. And this leads to overreaction and severe unwarranted stress as they live their daily lives. Hatred cannot be overcome by greater hatred because hatred is the fuel for hate in one's opponent. It is a never-ending cycle. The only answer is a return to love by one or both parties. So someone has to take the first step and make a move to lessen the tension and allow an attitude of tolerance to return. And this can evolve over time to attitudes of acceptance and eventually even forgiveness of the missteps of others that may have caused conflict to start. When you consider that wrongdoing is an eventual consequence of corruption by the dark spirit beings infesting humans, as well as the physical extraterrestrials interfering with the earth, it all has an evil origin and an evil agenda. Evil cannot prevail for long because it will destroy everything it touches, including itself. In the meantime, the innocent may be destroyed if they choose to fight fire with fire in particular. Embracing love will, at a minimum, prevent people from engaging in a struggle that has no winner but only losers. Yes, we have to we have to avoid that level of struggle. You know, one quick thing I wanted to point out is that people might wonder, why would you gin up attendance at Trump rallies? And the simple answer is because it scares the other side. And some of this extreme um, outpouring, it could be in direct response to the perception that all those attendance at rallies has, has caused. So it's, it's a playing off. There's two sides being played here. And we have to try to find the middle ground, embrace love, and rise above all of it. We need to go back to God. We need to get the divine partnering with us through our request. Yes. God is waiting requests. for us to call. It's yes. a free will paradigm that we are in. If we don't ask for God's help, we won't get it. It's that simple. And we need to have a critical mass of we people have have requesting. It. Yep. This problem is too big for us to solve. We need divine intervention. Carl, we're out of time. We'll be back with more Get Wisdom next week. Thanks, everybody. Be well. Thank 
you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week.